You're now tuning into All In with the Allens. Hello. Hi. We have missed you guys, even though it has not been that long. It felt like it had been since we've recorded. Has it been so, a week? yeah, it's been a week, and it's been a hell of a week. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain. It has. That. Abby had this vision that we would be able to record twice this week. Yeah. She thought I was having like an easy week. So in my head, <laughs> because this is the life I live. In my head, Kingston's gone this week, guys, and he's up visiting family in Ohio, in Ohio at the farm. It's his favorite place. Um, and so I was like, oh my gosh, I'll probably see Amy every night this week. Um, we'll like have dinner. <laughs> we'll record two pods. I already had them like organized. Because I just assume if your kid's gone, like, you're just free and, like, available yeah, like for Like, I didn't have to work and <laughs> no, but, yeah, it's been a busy week. But that's just per normal. Per we're, not, we're not here to talk about how busy we are when you all are just as Busier busy. Busier than me, I know. Um, we're recording outside today because I need my we're vitamin D. We're at a D. new spot. We're at a new venue. We are at, on my, this is Abby. We're on my front porch. <laughs> um, and I sit out here, like, every night and get mosquito bites. Um, and usually drink she's, a white cloth. She's literally scratching her legs right now. I need to give you, I need to bring you the lotion yes. that I have. Go I ahead, forget plug it. Main, what is it? <laughs> it's Lime Life by Alcone, and it's Raining Zen Lotion. Um, and I forget the main mm. ingredient that is like the natural repellent. But Guys, we need to talk about mosquito bites. Do you, I don't I, get it. I don't get them. Oh my so, gosh. I get yeah. them. I mean, last night I walked in, I had one white claw on the porch. Nick was like, why do you got to sit out there? I'm like, because I need some Abby time. So I did, and I had one white claw, and I walked in, and my ankles are just covered. Yeah, so I, I maybe I do get mosquito bites, but my legs, like just for as long as I've known myself, really quick, are those two people relatives? Uh, we're on Abby's front porch, and I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. So that, okay, because I was going to say he just yeah, came from his that's house. That's his mom, and he lives in that house. Oh, and he takes care of her, kind of. He and I wonder wife. if they both own. Yeah. Huh, well, that worked out nicely. Well, yeah, they used to rent that house out. Oh, okay. So, sorry, sorry, guys. I had to figure out what was going on there. I forgot what I was talking about now. Uh, we were talking about mosquito oh, mosquitoes. Bites. I don't know if anybody else, but my legs have just itched for as long as I can That's remember. That's Lindsay. She itches. You I always itch? I always itch. And if any of my high school friends especially are on listening to this, like Stevie, Lair, they'll remember... Um, I used to make them use like bottle caps or like the back of a remote to scratch because it would like itch that bad. Wonder why? Do you lotion? Yeah, but like, do you lotion every day? No, not every day. I don't know how you people don't lotion every day. I can't. So I mean, I do always arm. Obviously, I always moisturize my face, and I always do from the waist up. But sometimes I just don't. I I don't not having time. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, time, and it's not like I look at them and they're like cracked or something, so I don't think of it. And you wear pants more than me. So, like, I, my... I wear these. If you need good work pants, um, like, no. Oh. Ankle Length Pixie from Old Navy. Old Navy, yep. They're Carla like, recommended those to me a couple years ago, and You can really just good. wear them and wear them. I wear the same. I just wear two and wash them and alternate every single day. And they're so Yeah, comfy. I think where I wear, sh- like, dresses and shorts so much that I, my legs look ashy, literally, after one... Know day of not lotioning so i'm anal about it when was the last time you got a pedicure oh don't look at my toes i'm not but i'm asking why just i was oh, wondering how often probably people two are months doing. ago okay it's been like uh, years actually since Do i've you had like a pedicure. it or not like it tickles you. not really yeah it's not i re- forgot about that i love i love the massaging of the legs and the feet but then they get out the scraper i get anxiety over the scraper it hurts I think it may. One time they could get a chunk out of mom's heel, remember? 
And, like, mine are cracked, and so they need it. Yeah. But the things scare me a little bit. Yeah, I hate... So, I don't... Okay, I need... This is a good topic. Girls, can y'all relate to me? So, I am one of the people that get my nails done, like, religiously. Religiously. They're, like, Barbie pink right now, and they're goals. Right now, they're really long. Um, <laughs> but every three, three to four weeks, kind of religiously, I get my nails done. And I hate it. Like, I love... Well, the neighbor, like, moved his loud-ass truck, so I had to pause for a bit. Sorry, guys. Um, I love having my nails done. It's, like, part of me now. Um, it makes me feel a little together and a little feminine when a lot of times I don't. But I hate the waste of time that it takes an hour and a half to get, to, like, sit there and soak off. Really? So, what? I sort of like it because... I, I, I know. I should. I should embrace it. Not, but not even because it's, like, quiet time, but because... You can't use your fingers to, like, even touch your phone or do anything. Yeah, so you're forced so to... So, I kind of feel like I'm, like, being inefficient. Like, I should be responding to people. I should be checking in for work. Okay, that's, that's why like I... what's wrong with the culture right now. <laughs> that, it, like, the... the and we were, we were just talking we about this We just talked about this on the pod, and I want to say that since that episode... Three or four people have messaged me um, for work-related questions and been like, do not respond to this right now. I am the asshole that sent you a message after hours. I'm oh like, my, oh my no, gosh, we really the fact that you care. even say that is so nice, but yeah. like, I appreciate it, but it, It's don't really stress. just mainly the thought of you, we just don't need to expect an immediate response. Like, I don't care when someone texts me. Yeah, yeah. Um, as long as they know that I don't have to respond. I might open the it. The truck it is makes... getting ready to come on again. Well... It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, but anyway, I hate I hate getting my nails done. I love having them done, but I hate getting them done. But oh, that's a, common a pedicure thing. I do enjoy very much, and so I only do that. Reversing. I don't know where he's going with this. So if we do like an awkward pause, that's why, because I don't know what he's doing. Me either. We'll just pause. Okay, so this past weekend, I think I told you all last time that I was going to Moorhead after work on Saturday. And you know those kind of people you get around? Abby's going to get extreme FOMO just listening to me talk about it because I could sense, like, the jealousy the whole time. It's so we funny she says that because, so, okay, I was out of town for that wedding this weekend. I know you all, like, I posted pictures. I rarely post, like, three pictures I on know, Instagram. I know. I'm proud of you. I posted a lot of pictures. For the record, the dress is from Amazon. Everybody, like, not, I said that like I'm an influencer. Not everybody <laughs> Y'all were that all in my DMs. <laughs> no one was DMing me. But a Everyone looked people. beautiful, though, like, in the full group picture of the girls. Everyone. And I don't know the girl's name, but, the, like, the neon green dress, that was beautiful, too. Yes. Ashley Kramer, I will let her know. Her She was, she was hot. Um, but nobody was in my dms but some people did comment i do love the dress because y'all knew last week yes. i was having trouble finding a dress i think we recorded on like tuesday or something and i was struggling to find what i wanted you know v cut for the boobs um long sleeves over my fat arms so that's where we were it all worked out i bought those shoes from amazon i already threw them away because i fell that amazon night amazon is just queen you fell I, of course <laughs> i wish there was video footage. but listen guys Nick said it was the best behaved I've been at a wedding in years. Oh, good. He said you were, best like, <laughs> the most... He said I was the perfect amount of, like, drunk, but not a mess. Yeah, it's hard it's hard to find that combination with you sometimes, <laughs> so I understand. But we like the messy. Clearly, Nick doesn't, but sometimes it's fun when the Abby gets... The thing I was going to say is that I, um, I do... I don't like Jeff Bezos, but I do love Amazon. I'm sorry. No shame. Continue about your weekend. I had FOMO. I told Nick... On our drive, I'm like, I feel like the only time I know it's not on purpose, it's only a coincidence, but I feel like Lindsay and Amy both go to Moorhead when I'm out of town. 
When else has that it's happened, happened before? before? I swear okay. to God, it's happened before. I don't know that it has. I may actually, I do know that it has. <laughs> yep. I forget when it was now, but we were there and we both did sleep over. Now that you said that, I do remember. And I was out of town. Cool. So I went up to Moorhead. I got to go to Sawstone for the first time. One, let me just say I'm super proud of Moorhead and like the progressive things that are happening. The wall murals. There was a band playing outside of Sawstone. They okay, have that for the shut record, down. If you're not from Kentucky, Sawstone is this new brewery in Moorhead. It's not even that new, but it's really brought life to Main Street. And it's a few guys I graduated high school with. And it is cool. Like I went one yes. day just by myself because I wanted to check it out. It's really neat. Like they've made it where it can be a main street that you actually walk down which i love in small towns if there's a street that you can actually walk down and for campus like it's a, another spotlight because truly those people like had nothing to do except the plaza if you're of age and which nick moore is. yes nick moore was in town from california i guess it had been like 10 years so chelsea said it had been 10 years I and know. i'm like that doesn't even make sense in my head it doesn't even seem possible but Okay, Nick Moore was in town, and he is like family to us no matter where he goes or even if it's been 10 years because he lived with us practically for so many years. And we, you know when you just get around people and you laugh so hard like I just all knew night? That. I just knew. I knew it was the most fun night. <laughs> I, I wasn't there. I know. And so we got to Nick, because Nick was in town, he drug all of us to the plaza. And the plaza, there's really not a way to set the scene. If you aren't familiar... It's the only standalone bar in Moorhead. There are, like, Reno's and Buffalo Wild Wings are restaurants with bars. And you do go there if you live in Moorhead because it's a spot. Yeah. But it's the only bar bar. Right. And a, a very diverse crowd. I mean, <laughs> very diverse crowd. I recommend Halloween night um, as a time to go to really get your feet wet with the plaza if you're from I, Okay, Kentucky. so the air was out if you've ever been there. Oh, my god! It was the most packed. I didn't even know the plaza like could still get that crowded. Were you sweating? Uh, when, if anybody hears you ask that, that was there. Drenched. Like, drenched. <laughs> oh, another, like, literally the spotlight. I didn't know that Shane Wages and Ian McClurg were going to be in town. And I got Lindsay to see them. That. Was that a great... Yes. Yeah. I walked in and Abby was like... Abby Cottle was like, Shane and Ian are here. I'm like, oh my gosh. So that was... I got to see a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a long time. And even ran into people that I hadn't seen since we graduated high school. Well, um, okay. Suffice to say, everyone had the best night ever in Moorhead. Yes, but I get Abby, Abby had the best <laughs> night ever too. No, I'm kidding. But... So a side note, I'll make this very quick. Because these people don't know who we're talking about. Yeah. They're probably bored. Um. Uh, well, I won't even go there. So Nick, um, he's super dramatic, just like Abby, and not my Nick. Nick no, Moore. Nick Moore, and yeah, and a snake crawled out of Chelsea's um, porch onto his leg. You didn't know this, no, Abby. That's how. So she was ignoring us. She didn't want to hear about our fun part. We talked about this. When I don't know, but we told you. No, we didn't talk on the phone that night. No, I know we didn't talk on the phone. Okay, so a snake. Cr crawled up out of the cracks of Chelsea's porch onto Nick Moore's leg. He jumped on my head. I thought he was being dramatic. I thought it was a spider. It was a literal snake. Oh my, it was the funniest. I, we did not quit laughing for like 20 minutes over that. I mean, oh my yeah. gosh. And they, okay, so Brad Murphy wanted a shout out on here. Brad, we hear you listen and that just, when, Amy texted me and I was like, so high. I'm like, you're going to be so surprised. You're, you're just not like somebody I would have expected <laughs> to listen. And so it made me so happy. Here's your shout out that you were looking for. 
Also, he loves when we talk NBA, even if we're not that knowledgeable. <laughs> he did want me to address that he thinks the Phoenix Suns yep. are winning it all. I, I guess I'd be fine. Who's even left? Well, the Bucks, the Suns, and the Clippers, and Kawhi's out, and the Bucks are playing the Hawks. And oh, t- I want Bucks versus Suns. So, or wait, which guy is uh, Trey Young? That's the Hawks. Okay, I want the Hawks and the See, Suns. See, I'm not a Trey Young me fan. Me either, but it'll be a good game. The, the Bucks and um, Hawks like series is so boring to me. I just can't. But the Suns, oh. And then yeah. poor Devin Booker got his nose broke the other night. I don't know if y'all saw that, but it was that was painful. It was I did bleeding. see an after picture of them comparing him to another player. And I hate Kawhi too. being out because he's so good and weird. But I'm calling it. Hawks, that's who Trey Young plays yes. for. Hawks, Suns are going to be the win? championship. Suns win. Yeah, we'll say Suns win. Okay, it'd be really funny if like, they're not even going to play each Young. other. Like if it's not either of them. No, I I'm think saying it, what if it's like the opposite. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Never mind. So Amy started watching Cruel Summer just in time for the finale, which we both watch now. So I don't you know. Guys. Should we do spoiler alert here? Um, or no, we won't. But we'll okay, maybe we, spoiler alert. Actually, we will say that because there we may not like do a huge spoiler, but we're going to talk about it. You all, I got to watch a TV show in its entire like <laughs> season. But um, I on Sunday when I got home, I literally watched episode one through seven in one day. And I bet you didn't even drink in Moorhead. Did you? I did. I had. Um, Oh, I'm not judging. I'm just like, I, I mean. I know. I actually really enjoyed the pink guava um, cider. I had a cider beer at um, Sawstone, and it was like I actually enjoyed drinking it. Wasn't right, forceful. you actually like wanted one. Okay, Plaza Bartenders, terrible Do drinks. Do they have White Claws at the Plaza? Yes, okay. and I am going to, since we're always rating people, <laughs> Plaza, their bartender the, and their servers, zero out of ten for multiple reasons. Oh, God, zero? Just wait. <laughs> Chelsea will. Chelsea and Lindsay will listen and agree. So, um, one, I got cranberry vodka. First time Chelsea ordered it for me, she ordered me Tito's and vodka instead of oh any cranberry. God, but anyways, Chelsea. don't worry. We corrected it. <laughs> but So, the, she just brought you a vodka back? No. Oh, but, okay. So, it was 90% cranberry, 10% vodka. Like, it was terrible. Yeah. Um. And then, the bartender, I don't know her name, but... Thank God, because we don't want to call her out on the No, because she tried to um, keep Clay's card, Clay's debit card. She told him, like, three different times, no, I gave it back to you. And he was like, no, you really did not. I'm checking. Chelsea went up there, and she was like, you know, you have his card. We really need it back. You know, like, Chelsea was being nice. (laughs) We really need it back. And she's like, I really don't have it, like, being a straight-up bitch. So then, um, Brooke Martin goes up there out of, like, all people not even related to the Ratliffs. And she's like, yeah, I'm Mrs. Ratliff. And she was like, we need the card back. And the lady finally gave it back to her. But, like, she had it the whole time. That's awful. And was, yeah, just going to keep and it, And, like, I guess. honestly, if you're at a bar and drunk, you might, I would honestly I'm maybe sure convince myself too. that I took my card and lost yeah. it. Like, yeah. that, <laughs> that would happen. And so, I'm sure that's happened to plenty of other people. So, just watch yourself Rude. if you're there. Um, okay, sorry, Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer, so this is a little bit of a spoil. I'm not going to say talk about the last scene 
So, <sighs> but still. But it's like, if you've seen the last scene, I would hold Adam. <gasps> I was like, cool, calm, collected. I'm like, wow. I know. It's a conclusion. That, I'm like, a conclusion. Like, this is good. Everyone is good. Even though I knew a season two was coming, I still thought they'd figure out something else to make yeah, it. Yeah. It was so, well, <sighs> what sucks. So, what I do in TV shows, which is really annoying, and like, I'm sure everyone who watches. Things? No. Oh. I'm sure everyone who watches TV shows with me, if you're physically watching it with me, you hate it. Because I pause constantly to see how much much time's left so that I can estimate like what's going to happen and so Um, when the conclusion was reached I paused and there were three minutes left and I was like but wait did you think that it had anything to do with that no but I knew something else was going to happen okay I was just like three minutes is a long time for a tv show so yeah but guys Um, what can I watch mayor of east town on was that another good one hbo you'll have to get your login because I found cruel summer on youtube tv yes but I only have, so I get to go, uh, Kingston comes back tomorrow night, which is super exciting. So I probably will not, not get to watch that show until next, next summer. summer. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is Handmaid's Tale ended and whew, that was, yeah. So that, the, I watched the last episode last Thursday cause it came out last Wednesday, I guess. And so I guess, yeah, it's been over a week since yeah. we talked to you all. Um, we apologize. Spoiler by the way. alert, I guess. I'm going to probably not talk too much about it, but like, holy shit. Like, that ending. And now I really need an extra episode. Like, I understand there's going to be another season and I'm excited for that and it'll be a year from now. But I really need, me and Lydia were talking and like, Jamie, I bet you understand too. I really need another episode to just tie up a little loose ends because it gives me anxiety to think How about waiting. How many seasons for a year. are we at now? Maybe four or five. I hope only four, because maybe I could catch up at that point. But it's a lot. It's heavy though. It's it's harder to watch than like Cruel Summer. Yeah, in a day like you did. Right. So we're gathering our thoughts in between and as normal. It's a little all over the place, but we do some bullet notes of things that we do want to bring up. And this is in no relation to me because I don't want my friends that are listening to me (laughs) think like I'm cutting ties. I promise I've not outgrown any of you all that are listening. But I do want to say that it is 100% okay to outgrow people and outgrow friends. And it's hard because there's so many that you like have memories and you want to cling on to. But it's like anything that you've put a lot of time and energy in. You feel like guilty or like sad about leaving it but you also don't know the load you're carrying from yes that. because if you feel like it's toxic then it's time if to you feel like it's toxic it's toxic let's just say that, that. yeah like 100 percent. If, if, I, if i were sitting questioning one of my friendships and thinking this is toxic i need to start going then it's, it's time toxic. to just be like it's okay i have other friends that i don't have to carry this like weight with and like and we, i've had those people you know those people that like you've hung up off the phone with before or you've left from visiting with them and you're like I was a little too open. Like, I know that they're going to be talking about that with other people. I have left places before and been like, Abby, why were you so, like, why did you put all of your life out in the open like that? And because we're just open and, like, we like to have, and we're very trusting. And we do like, I like to trust people and, like, believe that if I can find them. We believe very much in the good of people. (laughs) Like, so much, so much in, in the good of people in all aspects of life. But if you have that feeling when you're walking away from a table or walking away from a dinner and it's just like a weight of, I wonder like if they're talking about me now that I've left, it's okay to hang that up. There are other people that are your people that you're going to find. And um, I just wanted to briefly touch on that it's okay to outgrow people, just outgrow seasons of life. 
what I was going to say about that is that, like, we only have a certain number of hours in the day and the week and the month. And, like, I don't get to see the people I want to see enough. So, the people that, like, fill my cup and the people that literally, like, I walk away craving more of them and being filled with joy, I don't get that enough. So, I can't waste my time with, like, toxicity. Lindsay yes. and Meg and I had our monthly dinner last Thursday um, at Merrick and Merrick Patio. Shout out if you're in Lex, best patio in Lex. Um, but probably get a reservation and request patio. Just a pro tip. But it was just the best. And like I always walk away from that. You know, I, I don't know. Right now I feel very lucky because Thursday night I got dinner with my best friends. And then Saturday we were just with like the most joyful bunch of people. Like I don't know how else to explain Saturday night. Like Nick and I have reflected on it for like a couple days in a row now. Like damn that was fun I know I'm saying like a lot sorry but um it really was it was just people everybody was so happy everybody cried during the ceremony like you looked around and guys were it doesn't crying. matter who's getting married I'm I'm tearing up yeah but Ricky was the Ricky married oh, them buddy. and he's just so thoughtful too and the the love was so good but also COVID is over I know guys. and I didn't mean I don't that mean in that. a way like uh, I'll cry over any I don't I didn't mean to downplay their no. marriage but I was just saying like she's a crier the Yes, that's and that's like the only time. Yeah, but on that, yes, I felt the same way. So if this I saw you on Saturday, like, and you all hearing that from me, I took I partook, uh, not partook, but wasn't the right. But I had a, so, a couple social events last week. Um, <laughs> I saw Kelly on like a weeknight. We went over to her house. I think that was last week, and um, then there was something else that I did. I meant to document but I didn't but also went and saw was around a bunch of people and even though I talk about like not wanting to do social things like you felt when so they're good. yes when they're people that you truly enjoy you just leave feeling better and so I definitely felt that way so this is me encouraging you also if you're someone like me who just loves alone time take your alone time and breathe and do what you need but also be around people who do fulfill you because you'll leave feeling just as good as actually better than if you were sitting on your couch at yeah. home by yourself. Um, so we talked about mental load like in the first couple episodes and it was so weird. I don't know if you all follow Glennon on Instagram, Glennon Doyle. Doyle. She used to be Glennon Doyle Melton. Um, she was married to a guy. I follow him too. He's great. Um, but they divorced and she's married to Abby Wambach you know, professional soccer player, badass. So, um, her sister, Amanda is like her, her soul. Like they're, they're like soul. I mean, it's her true sister too, but they've always been like soul sisters. Okay. And Glennon posted on the 17th of June on her Instagram about how her and her sister's podcast, they talked about mental load. So I was like, Oh shit, I got to go listen to that. Um, also shout out to Danny and Shirley. They've been listening. Those are Nick's parents. And I'm sorry, I'm cussing so much. I, do yeah, wanna... some, I did want to acknowledge that some people have been listening that we really were not aware. Um, and I apologize. But they still love me. Yeah. I, I don't apologize. I mean, we apologize no, they, for. They say they laugh every week. Oh, so. great. Great. <laughs> but we're just being us, like truly. And I hope you are okay with that. Go ahead. So if you go back and look at her post on the 17th, um, it's at Glennon Doyle on Instagram. Okay. And she talks about it on her podcast too. Her sister talked about very candidly how there is like a CNN ticker running through her head 24 hours a day. It's all the stuff that needs to be done for her family and her work that leaves her with zero mental space or time. And this right here is what really hit me. And with a rage right beneath the surface like a walking dormant volcano. And I'll be honest, 
I feel like that. Like I sometimes think that my mental load is so much more than others. And it might be more, it might be less than others, whatever. That I am like bubbling beneath the surface, ready to explode on someone. Like, and that's how I feel. And I don't like feeling that way. I didn't used to feel that way. I'm I like to be a happy, like positive person. Um, but she talked about how her way of loving and what her way of loving was (laughs) meant project managing the hell out of her people and her home and that is how I feel I call myself a control freak a lot but I think that's what I'm doing is I'm trying to micromanage my entire life Ooh, micromanaging hearing it made me cringe a little bit because yeah. I've been in the workplace where you were micromanaged and it's so, the worst but it's when the- you sent me that one it was crazy that they were talking about the it was like at the exact same time that yeah. we were too and I'm like we're thinking on the same level as, <laughs> as Glenn and Amanda up, yeah high up people so that is shared podcast good. sisters so, yes so <laughs> something maybe we could like do a collab we're collab slide in my DMs what did you call a collab I'm sorry a collab you just called it a collab or <laughs> yeah get in our DMs we'll we'll see if we'll we link can squeeze up. it in but okay so what I was getting ready to say is something that I saw on Instagram last night, which not from like any major influencer, but was talking, it was talking briefly about mental load, but not really, but it was talking about how for women, sex and the desire to like want sex or have it is majority mental. It is for men. It's under like almost a hundred percent physical. It's not something that they have to think about or prepare mentally. Yes. And so it was talking about how there are things that we can do as women to mentally be like more, I guess, available and how, if by the time you feed your kids or by the time you give them baths, you're just so exhausted, then maybe bathe the kids in the morning so you'll have the energy or the mental load to be able to have like that physical relationship or you could also delegate like bathing to the dad at well absolutely (laughs) yeah absolutely or other partner of choice yeah but or order chick-fil-a instead of cooking that night like there's things that we can do to make that mental load a little easier you can't be a martyr like that's what i am kind of afraid that i have and i'm just being very candid and like open here sometimes I think like I am trying to be it all for everybody so that they know that I'm all for everybody and I don't like that I'm gonna start I can't that's sickening to even say out loud I'm a little embarrassed I just put that out there on the pod but you can't carry it all just to say you carry Carry it all wow that's good yeah because honestly a lot of us are carrying it all and but I'm not carrying it all because I'm literally letting letting like myself down and I'm letting like I'm letting other areas suffer because I'm trying to carry it all. So, and what is carrying it all? Like our carrying it all is different than yours. And it's just the constant comparison game, but something else that I've realized this week or like last week and a half or something, a couple things, but first it's okay to have, make time to have time away from your kids. Whether that Kingston is with a set of his grandparents in Ohio this weekend and he'll cry when he comes back like 100% because, I mean, they just do the most amazing things that they delicate, you know, dedicate the week this to do. This week to Kingston, um, yeah. And so sometimes I have guilt when he comes home because we don't, one, we don't live on a farm. Two, you also, know, obviously Also, you're not a grandparent. Work. There's a difference yes. in yeah, parent life. Yeah, and it's life. supposed to be, I was talking to dad about it last night, and he's like, that's how it's supposed to be. He's supposed to, like, cry when he comes home. But when he goes away... The whole time I get to set and like sort of evaluate me as a mother 
And I do it every year, but this year I'm going to really try to follow through with one, just being more patient, being more present. Like I the think kids. you're pretty patient. Yeah. I really do. Like I, I don't, I'm not around a lot of moms, but like at work, I do see a lot of moms and Amy is really, you're nice and kind to Kingston. Oh, thank you. I'm I definitely that because please practice gentle parenting. <laughs> but like when he asked to, I, I want to practice saying yes more instead of him just hearing no so much about like going to play outside or doing this. Like I've just got to quit being lazy and like do, engage in life. Yes. Yeah. And like I've talked about it before, phones are so addicting. Yeah. Like even if I'm like making a collection call at work or something, I can be scrolling in You're the other hand. Multitasking. Yeah. yeah. Constantly multitasking. But I'm like that that does nothing for me it doesn't but Kingston does all. bring me joy and so I'm like why is it that we can't put our phones down and do that so I'm gonna really work hard on just being a better parent and putting the phone down for sure so it's very obviously free Britney week um if you're not it has been loop, for a while but yeah was that during COVID that that documentary came yes. out okay so there was that documentary on Netflix. Okay. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was like, okay, well, there's a documentary out about Britney Spears and how she's had this conservatorship run by her dad, Jamie Spears. I cannot stand that man. If Explain you like him. Explain what that is maybe for people that don't know. Okay. Whew. I'm not a professional, so I'm going to use language that I understand as far as I know how this all works. So Britney went a little crazy and I hate using that word. Actually, I'm going to rephrase that. Britney had a little bit of a meltdown in like 2010, right? Yeah, like 2010 uh, That all so. runs together. I don't know. Or six. I don't know. A long time ago. 10 to 15 years ago. And most likely because of being overworked and in a Hollywood society since she was a child. That will do something to somebody. And um, wondering if all the people around you are using you or if they actually love you. I'm sure there's a lot that goes along with that. So, her dad has a conservatorship over her, which doesn't I guess make him like a legal guardian um but controls every bit of her money and like honestly what she does he's in charge of if she performs if she doesn't perform and it's been a mess because everybody's felt like Britney's kind of been trapped by him and she doesn't speak about it at all um but she is pretty like out there on social media and I don't mean out there yeah I don't mean out there in like a weird way I mean she posts a lot so she does dances and like she's fun but she always looks a little sad and like depressed and it's been sad to watch and so that documentary came out and everybody was like what the hell and then there became kind of like a free britney movement where a lot of people were trying to help her get free from this conservatorship and yesterday to make a long story shorter like short it's not short but shorter um she spoke in court for the first time and I don't know if it was in person or on zoom but she it was the first time her voice had I been hope heard. it was in person because then she if she had zoom she's mm. stuck in the same house like with I don't them. think he lives there though oh, I think she does okay. live alone I mean she she lives with her boyfriend but she it, it was sickening if you haven't heard the things she said go to tiktok um or go to like I guess tmz but it's sad, guys. She wants out of this because she feels that she's mentally stable. She goes to therapy. Like, I'm, sh she's on medicine. Um, she knows, like, what happened to her, but she literally feels like she's a slave to these people around her. And I'm going to say this, and this might be rude to say, but when I watched that documentary, I told Nick and I told Lindsay, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm not a Jamie Lynn Spears fan either. And that's Brittany's little sister. And I I'm not going to... I think she's bad because... 
if I was Britney Spears and my dad had a conservatorship over me and my sisters knew that I was like stable and okay and didn't like save me, mm, I'm not going to yeah. say F-U-C-K, but <laughs> F-U because that, I mean, there's no way I wouldn't save my sisters. Like I would, I would be the conservator first of all, <laughs> but don't mind the dogs in the background. Don't mind all the, we're in the neighborhood, you know, it's just, this is what's happening. But, um, so one thing that Abby said before oh, we got on here, tell us. Yes. Hold on. These neighbors, I hope they never listen to this, but they don't have me on but social media and I don't think they know my name at all. But their dogs just bark and their kids, it's just always loud. Their kids are doing zebra <laughs> things wrong. Let me say that. they like, yeah, I haven't even made a noise. They're playing in the front yard. Okay. We're just going to keep talking. Um, the kids are fine. The dog's just phew, annoying. So... One thing that she said is that she's she's had this boyfriend, fiance for a while, and that she's ready to get married and have a baby, and she has an IUD that the conservator makes her have and will not let her take out. And well, that is you're speaking to the wrong insane. <laughs> you're speaking to the wrong people if you're not wanting you know women not, to have rights women's rights. Wrong bodies. podcast, wrong podcast. But this is like the opposite of what we're usually fighting for with women's rights. This girl wants to take her IUD out, and they're saying, no, you can't. Probably because, you know, they don't, they're going to argue they she's she not stable, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. But shit, there's a lot of people less stable with a oh, lot less money. Oh, my gosh, and a lot than, more kids. And Britney Spears having babies. So, we'll see where this goes, but it's been interesting. I read so many tweets today that were like, good morning to everyone but Jamie Spears. Happy Thursday to every single person on earth except Jamie Spears. One thing that I do hate, I love and hate about social media is the waves that it goes in with supporting these people. Yeah. Because back when the documentary was released, it was real big. It was really big free Britney, like, you know, crickets for a long time now. And now everybody's back on. But now that court's going, I think something will happen. And it's okay. I mean, we forget about things. Clearly I'm probably not going to be the one that changes Britney's life with a tweet anyways <laughs> but sometimes it is we all have like a lot very, of mental loading me yes I know <laughs> and sometimes free Britney cannot squeeze into it but sometimes I do hate how it goes in spurts yeah spurts like that so I want to give a shout out to one of our very loyal listeners, um, Caitlin Strunk Stevens, for multiple reasons. <gasps> yes. Today's her birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, one, she's just always very supportive of us, and I'm constantly sending Abby your messages. She just ultimately hypes us up, and it's people that, like, you wouldn't expect. I'm so say. glad we connected I over I personally this. don't really know you, Caitlin. Like, I know we've seen each other in person, but we've never, like, met or, like, bonded in person. But you're so nice. Such a loyal follower or follower, listener. <laughs> but she also announced this past week that she's pregnant. So and it's a great week for you. Yes. Birthday and baby. Congratulations. Yes. January 2022. Uh, and they, she said they've prayed for this baby for a really long time. And so I just wanted to be sure to give you a shout out on here that we are so happy for you and we thank you so much for always being such a loyal listener. Yay! Almost had tears in my eyes saying congratulations to you. Baby Eli Glassford got to come home on Father's Day. That was like so, he is absolutely He's precious. precious. He's happy so anniversary. Little. It's their anniversary. <laughs> it's their today. anniversary. There's so much. Is it it's also Emily? Yes. Okay. We were it's not going to leave that anniversary. Out. So they better be listening on the beach. And how about them? They are just like a power couple as far as exercising right now. Oh Y'all look amazing. Y'all are killing it. They're exercising together. We went over there. I was Gosh, actually... I say it every time. I've really got to start. So how about that gym membership, Abs? Yep. Since we last... 
since we last spoke. Um, I, I was telling somebody today that we, we usually go to the Fife's, like, you know, we all are drinking, chilling, watching whatever sport's on, and we're sitting on the couch and in the recliner, and there's no, we don't move. Like, we play with Trey, but that's about it. The last time we went over there, we didn't go inside. We literally played horse basketball. We played out in the driveway the whole time. So they like, were like, we're moving. Yep. We're not going to sit here. Oh, that's that's like a lifestyle change yeah, then. I'm proud of you, Mikey. Yes, uh, so proud. We... I need to get on that train 100%. I'll keep saying it until I do. One little thing I was going to say is we've talked about Enneagrams a lot. We're a two and a nine. And other people have asked um, where they can take a free Enneagram test because most of them you have to pay for. I'm going to include that in the show notes. And then we will post it also on our social media this week. So I would love to hear if you all take an Enneagram please, test. If you're a two if like you're a two or a nine, or please, a nine like me. Please connect. So what goes along with that test that I had wanted to I thought about earlier when we were recording is love languages as well we won't post that quiz because you can find that really easily but something that me and my friend Bailey were talking about earlier this week is something that's really hard for us is acknowledging the fact that our love language isn't everyone else's and not just in like romantic relationships I feel like I feel well like. yes yeah and we were talking about it in a sense of like romantic relationships but just it's it'll make a huge difference um in relationships all around if you realize that just because you like receiving gifts that's not how other people receive their love and like something for me that's very tough is physical touch and this was the one that we were me and bailey specifically i don't think she cares if um josh has been listening too thank, thank you, you josh. josh um we but, love when we get mail yes followers and i don't think he listens to it like at work by himself but it's forced by bailey but that was one that was really tough for her too is that's just not something that like fulfills and i feel like sometimes that's common with some women especially when you have strange, kids because you like to hug and stuff yeah but that's we're a very not, touchy family, like, as far as we always hug and we oh, always say yeah, I love you. Oh, yeah, that would be very weird if not. Well, no. Well, I, I, I would probably cry because I'm an Enneagram, too. <laughs> Literally. Abby would message and be like, hey, I wanted to call you out on something. You sent me Kay the other day. And I was like, I thought we were going to talk later and I was going to ask you what was up with that. But I was like, I won't push I'm her sorry. on the edge just in case. I've had a rough But I knew she was, I was going to say, so are you super busy at work right now? But I didn't want her to know. <laughs> I was acknowledging that, but it was literally just a straight yeah. up K. I think I remember that actually. Okay. Any, I think that was Tuesday or I don't know what day it was, but anyways, back to that. We've as women and as men, um, sorry if we sometimes just focus on the women. It's just how we speak sometimes. <clears throat> you have to understand, like Abby was saying, sometimes she feels like a control freak. You can't control how other people receive their love or how they feel fulfilled. And if you want something to work, just like you love receiving your love one way, you have to take the time to try to understand people. So just wanted to tell you, if you're struggling in like a certain season of your relationship, friendship, marriage, it may be just as important for you to find out the people you love's love language as it is to find out yours. Like obviously I'm all about- I think it's a game changer. Yeah. Like it truly is. And I'm all you, about finding yours out, please. Like we're- you know, take yeah. care of yourself, self-care people over here. But I think it would actually be a, yeah, a game changer for your relationship if you found out how your partner and if you were, if you, and if you don't want to give, give them that love, then acknowledge that. And well, I guess look at that's it this okay. way, guys. My love language is acts of service. 
what if Nick's is not? And I'm just doing all these acts of service and it's not getting me anywhere. I could be sitting my ass on the couch. So don't yeah, be. Good thing his is an acts of service, right? Because we can set our ass on the couch. Um, I guess the last thing we oh, want to talk about. Yes. Yeah, so the last thing was, you know, the like toxic, I've used that word a couple times now, I guess, but the memes that circulate on social media. Telling you what to do with your life. How you're supposed to parent, how you're supposed to, Live. what job you're supposed to work. Like read that one and then I'm going to read one everything. that's not related to parenting. Yeah. Um, and I love that we can do that. Um, I want you to have kids someday, but not if you don't want to, of course. So this one says. Because we're people pleasers. I look that. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the one that's like, the day that I stop people pleasing, it's over for you bitches, if that's okay with you, because that's literally us. So this one says, to anyone with children, find that job that fits their schedule, in all caps. It really keeps the stress down. It's hard enough trying to be a good mom or dad, let alone a good worker. You can find another job, but you're, you can never get time back with your children. So as I read that, leaving work today... <laughs> You can imagine the little bit of guilt because I've talked about it anyway. I have to work Saturdays right now. So through the summer, what that means is I'm going to miss Kingston's all-star t-ball on Saturdays because I have to work. So what this job has done for me, um, it's done a lot of things, but the positive things that it has done for me is the savings and the financial stability that I have. And the hope to be able to buy a house if the market would yes, stop yes. being a mess. But I, I get to keep building the savings <laughs> right. until... So it's it's done wonderful things. So my job requires me to work until 6 in Richmond. Um, so it's a 30-minute commute for people that don't know. Kingston School closes at 6. <laughs> I hate asking for help in any way. And somebody has to pick Kingston up every day of the week almost and it can't for be me. Her. And yeah, and it can only be me maybe one day. And so the guilt of getting home, like picking him up from someone else's house that got to pick him up from school and then going home and not getting home till like seven thirty and it then missing really Saturdays. Like that can and just reading a simple post like that, as if you didn't feel guilty enough, and then you read that and you're like okay, they're right, I can't get these days back. But also to give him the lifestyle like that I want him to have and to have a college savings and to be able to buy a car for him and do do all these things, I do need this job. There's sacrifices she has to make. You know, and I can't just quit this job and go to $15 an hour, which is fine if that's what you're doing but and that fits your lifestyle. Yeah. But I cannot just hang up the job that I have now to go do that because it fits Kingston's schedule as a five-year-old. Yeah, I think a lot of people share stuff on social media that are like, I don't know. They just think they know how to run lives really well. And like, we're, I'm sure we're giving some advice on here, but believe me when I say some people need to get out of their awful job. Okay. So like we see both sides of everything and probably too much to be honest. Yeah. We, we, it's hard for us to take like a hard line stance where, like I've said this before, we're pretty gray area people. Um, but you know, I had a person, so this is a similar sentiment, but from a non-mom and young people without kids, you know, dual income, no kids. It's called Dink. That's me and Nick. Um, <laughs> we, I posted, like, I would like some ideas for, like, quick weekend getaways. Like, three to five days, like, nothing long, like, nothing extreme. Just nice, calm, peaceful beach or something like that, close by. This woman, I got great comments, great comments, people. But this one woman commented, like, you all should be traveling the world. You need to go on like a two-week European vacation. First of all, I'm not a traveler. I'm a homebody. Like if you ask anybody, like I am a homebody. So us, Nick and I planning a three to five day trip is actually hard for us because we do like being home. Yes. But like 
what? That does, that's not even relatable. Like, that and is not relatable. where's the PTO coming from? <laughs> because the way mine's set up is that that's... The way hers is set up is she doesn't take it. Yeah, th- <laughs> that's the way it's set up currently, it, it seems. But, and then, I'm like, one, she doesn't know the financial... I don't know who right. this is, but she doesn't know your finances. Right. Like, you could be dreaming of something like that like and three, not have... I could be dreaming of a three-day trip, you know, and that could be all And she's I like, could. travel the world. And you can only afford barely not this isn't abby but i'm like if you are a person that could barely afford a three-day trip and your dreams are just crushed yeah is not and you know what i hate also is sorry to bring up like a bunch of mom stuff all the time but when people are like oh you have no idea enjoy the rest now or like if someone would have commented on your thing and been like what's peace like why do you think that you need to take the time to comment what i hate what's peace like if someone would have been like what's a peaceful trip we don't get those as parents like right when people take the time to comment on things that don't even relate to them like when i ask questions and i'm like has this ever is anyone having a lazy sunday no never had a lazy sunday in my life yeah no i'm out (laughs) pulling the weeds what what You've literally just pissed me off. Like, I hate when people feel the need to share, like, I guess they're doing it all, maybe, or something. When you're just, like, asking a relatable question. How about we use social media to build each other up? How about that be a focus, at least for the next week? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at minimum the next week. But just don't comment on things that really don't, like, it's when it's unsolicited. Like, you don't need to always throw your opinion in on everything just if it's going to like cause somebody the least bit amount of like guilt or a negative vibe just please keep it to yourself like yeah we're only here to build each other up we still need to do the tiktok bringing everybody on our train we do but we're just never um i don't i mean we're not like presentable at the same time (laughs) we are not presentable at the same time i'm not one of those people that can sit around it without a bra i guess (laughs) because the way my boobs are set up yours aren't small but okay so i breastfed and they've been on my body since i was in like fifth grade and so they sag and so, like, it's if just I'm just sitting much. there, it's just, like, that touching my skin and it's just <laughs> sitting there, I don't enjoy it. Um, I feel like we've been a little scatterbrained this episode, but I don't really care. This is what we get. This is what we give. Yes. And y'all have liked it so far, and we really appreciate that. Um, Abby Thomas, who really is, like, a They're podcast a inspiree of mine, is on a girls' trip, like, the most... There, I think it's church. I think she's in church in Colorado right now because her and her girlfriend... Went out there with no plans, no children, no husbands, and they are just chilling. And I'm so happy for her. So good job, Abby. Proud of you. We need to. Um, I don't know when, but <laughs> like a host trip. Yeah, and or like a sister's trip or something yeah. with zero plans and just lay around and drink white yeah. claws on the beach. Yeah, it's my dream. We love you all. Thank you so much. This will drop on Friday on your commute, but you can listen over the weekend while you're doing laundry. I've seen a lot of people who, like, listen while they fold their laundry or do dishes or Yeah, that, I love that because I hope we can at least make you (laughs) smile, like, smiling while folding laundry. You are winning. Wishing you all the best weekend, and we shall talk soon. Love you guys. Love you. We will see you next time on All In with the Allens.